gay. 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 Gay, 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 Are you gay? Welcome to Gay Talk 2.0, the ultimate podcast for your dose of dish. Good evening. <laughs> Good well, evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Gay Talk 2.0, an LGBT podcast streaming live on Digital Stream Radio, where you can access that live stream every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can do so by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. My name is Tom, and I'm your host, and as always, I'm in studio with my friends, starting with the first one. Hey, y'all, Nick or Trish. And Jay Bear, a.k.a. your boyfriend's boyfriend. I'm a cut <laughs> Welcome, y'all, to The Dish. Uh, we're back. Trish is back. I am. Um, Elsie's not here, <laughs> but Jay is here. And um, yeah, and we're all queer. Well, in some ways, queerish, queerish. Yeah. Well, I mean, by queer counts, yeah, yeah, falls within yeah, that, yeah, we're that fine. spectrum. Yeah, okay, we're good. I have we're no fine. issue with that. All right. Well, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure. I'm um, not gay. My boyfriend is though. <laughs> You're I'm nasty. Gonna, I, <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to your boyfriend. <laughs> Who left this Febreze bottle? Let's pray. One. <laughs> So Sorry about that. So, um, how are you, Trish? How are you? We Good. missed you last week. I called in. Yeah, yes. I know. In in that like the tail end, I deleted the whole phone call. Oh, thank you. I didn't. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I actually sounded like I knew what I was talking about. Yeah, no. I mean, you were in Florida, and you know where our opener speaks too much of you know how we're feeling right now, right? Um, the don't say gay bill um, passed. Mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. Ron, Dick, Dick, Dick Tittis. Can we? Can we we'll find? Fi- it? We'll figure. We'll, it out. Fi- we'll figure something out. We're we're, we're going to figure something out for him. But anyway, he pa- um, the bill passed in the House of Representatives of Florida, or your state house, or not yours, but you know the state house in Florida, and then the governor signed it. And um, there's a lot of concern in regards to how this bill affects um, LGBTQ plus youth. And specifically, you know, not being able to, for example, talk about your parents if you come from a uh, household where you have two mothers or two fathers or a blended family of whatever iteration you have. Right. You could have, for example, a transgender parent. Mm-hmm. Um, your child, regardless of age or where they go, cannot proudly talk about their parents at, at school because they're gay or they're gunkles. Or they're gunkles. Oh, you've got some stuff. Oh, it's from my tissue. I'm yeah, sorry. I know. Take it off. You look like it, look, it looks like it looks like cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> it looks like you know the Miami sound machine exploded <laughs> all over you. you. <laughs> I don't know how that always happens to me. Anyway, <laughs> but you know, and, and so that's why we open the show with that. There's a lot of controversy. It's still very controversial. There's a lot of states that are looking to. Uh, adopt similar legislation in their in their state houses, and and this is concerning. So, you mentioned that there was a lot more uh, behind this bill than just "don't say gay." Can you elaborate a little bit more on that? Uh, why you got to put me on the spot like I, that? Well, you you mentioned it upstairs. I was like, oh well, I guess I'll wait to be on the show to ask her about. <sighs> I gotta pull it up. I gotta pull up the article while you're there. Jay, how are you? Fantasticals. Fantasticals. We're um, good. Um, as far as Florida goes, duh. <laughs> Florida. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 it's, it's setting a precedence that that's definitely harmful. Right. Well, I mean, um, it, it's just yeah. My whole thing with this is: look, <laughs> we've had marriage equality since 2015. The conversation of having two parents, being gay, whether you're 12, 22, or 45, is no different. Um, you know you know how some families have that, that one relative you really don't talk about because you just don't want to deal with them? Right. That, that's where I'm placing Florida right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it, it's Fuck. heartbreaking. It's yeah, heartbreaking. It but I will tell you this. For example, Disney, while you're still looking up um, those statistics, uh, Disney has come out in support of 
of not supporting this don't say gay bill, which um, in turn has gotten them a lot of backlash from right wingers who are saying, you know, I'm never going to Disney. And I'm like, you know what? That's perfectly fine because Disney's going to be lit this summer and gay Disney is going to be amazing. Gay flags everywhere, queer everywhere, queer this, gay, 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 gay. Mm-hmm. And okay with that. Okay with that. Have you ever been to gay Disney? No, I want to go. It's fabulous. Have you been to gay Disney before? Not gay Disney, no. Yeah, I went one June back in 2004, I believe it was. Right before I went to Venezuela. And I went to Venezuela in 2006. <laughs> and it was hot. It was awesome. It was a very good time. It was felt very good to be, you know, in the happiest place on earth and truly like seeing yourself represented. Right. It was fun. I mean, uh, when it comes to the bill, I I literally have the uh, bill up in front of me right now Um, there. I think the reason that it passed in Florida, at least, was because it literally um, it states only K through third grade. And so parents think that at those ages, those kids shouldn't uh, be learning about sexuality or uh, being, uh, you know, what gay means or uh, anything like that. But the the reality is, and I was having this conversation with my dad when I was in Florida, because, you know, he was for the bill, of course. <clears throat> and he felt like parents should be informed if, their children are expressing, um, you know, any tendencies or asking questions about, you know, their sexuality or the community. And I flipped it. And I, I said this on the show a couple of weeks ago, because like, for example, I now have a niece and she has a gunkle um, and she's going to love her gunkle. And why wouldn't she, talk about me i mean you're gonna make sure that she doesn't have a choice because you're gonna spoil her death yeah but like here's the thing it's like why wouldn't she be able to talk about me and then when a teacher then says no i'm sorry we can't talk about that or shuts the conversation down it then creates this like it has a connotation that's like okay well that's bad right something's wrong with my uncle right something's wrong with my uncle and it might not even have anything to do you know your niece nephew daughter whatever they might they're probably they might not be gay they might not be trans whatever it is but like if you at such a young age are creating an environment and 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 starting a conversation in which you're making something that's not negative a negative thing you're literally continuing what we've been fighting against for so long. You're continuing a negative rhetoric. Not only that, think about children K through third grade are at their most... um, Impressionable. Impressionable, and they're at a stage and point in time in where everything sinks in, right? Mm -hmm. And so if we start, for example, talking about the gay community and gay people, nothing about sexuality, we're not talking about fucking, we're not talking about none of that. We're talking about being gay, Mm -hmm. an openly gay man, or a lesbian, or transgender, or gender fluid. We're talking about identity, And there should be no age limit in teaching someone that it is okay to be this person, whether you're androgynous, whether you're presenting um, feminine or masculine, whatever the case may be. It's never too early to educate our children, because when we do that at such a young age, they learn that that is a good thing. They learn that there's nothing wrong with that and that in turn become better humans. If we shelter them from from this at such an early age, um, then, you know, you're you're further perpetuating that whole idea that there's something wrong and we can't talk about this. And 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 it just pisses me off that they immediately go to sex. Right. I mean, first of all, K through three, they shouldn't be talking about sex in the classroom anyway. So the fact that that is even a part of this bill is surprising to me. That that said, I think if 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 a child does say something about my my gay uncle or, you know, my 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 two moms, that needs to be uplifted and supported so it doesn't feel awkward. Agreed. And if 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 that comes up in a classroom and now you have a policy and procedure to shut it down. What is that saying to the fucking right. kid? I just think the teacher needs to be creative. If I came up to you as a young young boy, 
Although I knew at that time what gay was anyway, because I've so got a princess. lot of. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm a fucking boss. I'm a princess. And bitch. like, what happens if like a kid wants to wear a dress to school? Right. No, but the thing is, so what if the kid says, okay, can, what is gay? Can you explain it to me? Then we have to come up with, teachers have to come up with an age appropriate response. Okay, how do I explain gay? Right? You can't use the word, well, you know, gay is someone who who is attracted to someone of the same sex. Mm-hmm. Well, this bill actually allows for, if in a class, something comes up and a teacher uh, doesn't shut it down or, you know, uh, informs a student about their two moms or tells the class about the student's two moms or two dads. Families can sue the school districts now. It's fucking horrible. That's crazy. The school is a place to educate your children. And, and to feel safe. And part of that education is is knowing who, you, who you're with, who the people that you sit with every day are and what they are and being honest. I mean, I don't know. This is going to be your father of uh, of three, four, 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 girls. four girls, and like nine thousand grandchildren. Seven. <laughs> How do you address it? I mean, if one of your your twins came up to you and said, "Tell me what gay is," how would you address that? He would probably pull up a picture of me on Facebook. Oh, yes, I'd be like, "See I that?" I feel like that's no. in the dictionary. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a it's an ongoing battle. I guess. Also, you have to take an account which is a, a total uh, issue at home right now that <clears throat> the girls don't want the kids experiencing this stuff at an early age. Right. right? They think that, uh, you know, as kids, they don't, they th- they take things literal. Right. And especially with the boys, the boys are eight, the twins. So if you try to explain something to them, they just chuckle at it and they're like, Oh, that's, that's silly. Or that's not right. You know, cause that's the way they see it. You know, they see mama and papa together. That's me and Mrs. You know, right. so and they see mom and her boyfriend together. They they don't see the boy on boy or girl on girl thing. So to them, it's it's not something they're used to. Right. Um, <clears throat> however, if we're watching a movie or a TV show and and there's a, a a gay couple in that's introduced or they kiss and the kids are quick to oh he's nasty he's kissing a boy and I'm like no that's that's normal. It happens. Right. It's a learning. It's yeah, a teaching it's, opportunity. It's a teaching opportunity. But that's a perfect point. Like we have, like this type of bill or this type of, you know, um, whatever. It, it, it is literally telling these kids that it's not normal. Yeah. And and the only way we're going to change that is by having conversations like you're having with your kids. Yeah, no, no, that's that's normal. That's okay. That's yeah, normal. That's okay. Right. So you know, like I said, my my grand my granddaughter, the oldest one, was the first one to come up to me and tell me that she likes boys and girls. And now eventually she moved into, I just like girls. Okay. If that's how you feel, that's fine with me. I don't, I don't see it as an issue. Mom may see it differently. Uh, but I kind of told her the same thing, you know, the same thing that I told that, that I've told any other kids in the household, you know, it's not about, it's not about whether she's, she's right or wrong. This is how she currently feels. Right. You need to address that, whether you want to, you know, talk to her or have her talk to somebody else because you don't know how to address it. Then you need to do that. But you can't tell them that they don't know what they're talking about. You know, you got to stop being your child's bully. You know, you're there to defend them, to help them, to help them get through, get through life and teach them. You know what I mean? So to me, you know, I talk to the kids, I'm, I'm. I'm open about stuff. I I don't sugarcoat anything with them because they need to see the reality. Yeah. And you know, like my, my oldest granddaughter, she's 12. She was like, Oh grandpa, you're by. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not going to lie because it's going to make her mom feel better. I just can't look at you as a grandpa. That's a grandpa. (laughs) That's because I'm, that's because you look at him as a daddy. That's why. Yeah, that's it. Sound like that. I'm a gilf. I'm a gilf. You're a gilf. (laughs) A gilf. So I I did want to bring up one other thing though. So um, what's kind of exciting in a weird, I'm not sure if it's actually going to, you know, catch fire way. Um, There is a group of teachers, uh, K through three, um, that have been putting a statement out. 
Um, the Florida House of Representatives have ruled that classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through grade three or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students, which is broad because that could extend past third grade, right? So to be in accordance with this policy, I will no longer be referring to your student with gender pronouns. All students will be referred to as they or them. Mm-hmm. I will no longer be using gender title such as Mr. or Mrs. or make any references to my husband and or wife in the classroom. From now on, I will be using non-gender titled MX. Furthermore, I will be removing all books of instruction which refer to a person being a mother or a father husband or wife and these are as these are gender identities that also may allude to sexual orientation needless to say all books which refer to character as he or she will be removed proud of them isn't that pretty great that's a hell of a thing that's that, awesome. seriously yeah. because i mean um then the school district needs to order a whole new set of books because when you get to the health section of class you know you got You yeah, got All they're gonna have is Marlon Bundo now. Pretty much, because <laughs> I mean, they have diagrams of, of what a vagina looks like, and explaining what the el campo de el campo de Venus, which is like the the whole hair, hairy area on top of the vagina, and then what the lips are called, the labia, and this and that, and it's like they have that in health books in school. I <laughs> when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> When I was working, <laughs> when I was working in the school, the high school, mind you, mm-hmm. they had the mandatory sexual education. So they had um, people that would come in and and teach the most asinine shit ever. And they were showing kids, you know, of people sick with chlamydia and 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 gonorrhea mm-hmm. I and all this shit. shit. This is what happens if you don't have condoms. And every time this shit used to come up in school. I used to tell administration, I know you want me to sit in because you need someone to sit in, but you need at least two other people because at least minimum four kids are going to end up getting sick every single time somebody puked in class. And I'm like, this is the most, I'm like, okay, I understand that there's dangers and it's good to be aware of it, but you know, you're trying to low handedly, Scare the shit Scare out of the, these kids. The shit out of these into kids into celibacy. not having yeah, into not having sex, and then we have freshman girls blowing guys in the in the hallway, yeah, in the stairwells. All right, the everybody, don't after. have sex here. Yeah, take yeah. a condom. Yeah, take a condom. <laughs> I and, cannot. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were some responses from this because it was a tweet, um, and you know, one person says, "Smart move by teacher to protect themselves from lawsuits." Another person said, mm, I guess these guys didn't realize that heterosexuality is also a sexual orientation. Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I mean, they're making such valid points. It's like, all right, well, then we're just not going to talk about anything. You Pretty are, much. Yeah, everybody's neutral. Yeah. Right. One plus one is two. That's it. That's all you're going to learn in school from K through three. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? Teach what? Fucking Dr. Seuss? Mm, oh, honey. Thing one thing, too. Hey. Thing one thing too is like everything's somewhat neutral. <laughs> somewhat neutral. With, Somehow I with feel Dr. the Seuss, energy but... of my dogs like staring at us through this through this like wall. <laughs> yeah. Because you said thing one thing two, and that's oh, what you call them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I call them thing one. <laughs> Their ears must be like like this. Yeah, you're nasty. Yeah, no, it's 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 just incredibly like heartbreaking and so annoying. To think that in 20 motherfucking 22, we're still going through some of this shit and that we still have people in government that have these views. And and listen, I'm, I'm no one to tell you what views you can or cannot have. But when you are a public official, you have to advocate for both. Mm-hmm. And this is a one way resolution for those that are, you know, against the LGBTQ plus community. But what are you doing for the community and for those that support the community? Yeah. And I'm going to be, I mean, straight up honest, I have seen, uh, we've all talked about some of the photos from when I was a child mm-hmm. and the one with me in the booty shorts and the tube top honey everyone knew i was gay back then oh yeah <laughs> and imagine a world in which i was lifted up instead of scared shitless i probably would have come out a lot earlier right you know what i mean and i probably would have been more well adjusted and i'm still working on that speaking uh, of coming out 
Tom, are you going to tell us something? Uh, I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm leaving. Sure. I'm going back. You're going back. Don't know where, but I'm going back. To the closet. Anyway. So there is a GOP representative from the state of Colorado. Her name is Rep. Lauren Bobert, who wants there to be, check this out, this are you, you're, we're both sitting down, right? Are you clutching your pearls? Oh, God. What? 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 She wants there to be an age, um, a minimum age before people are allowed to come out. Sp- let me explain further. So she says uh, that she tweeted that queer oh, and her. trans people <laughs> should reach a certain age before living their truth, comparing it to coming out. Uh, with buying alcohol, for example, at the age of 21 or tobacco, that you should have or be of a specific age before you are able to come out and be who you are. <laughs> so you have to be 21 to identify the scary, as, as... Guys, the scary thing is, after seeing what just passed in Florida, you just never know. So... um <laughs> So so she goes, Colorado Republican U.S. rep. Like, are Lauren you going to get arrested? She's a supporter of the don't say gay, uh, don't say gay bill law in 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 Florida. Has now proposed that queer and trans people should remain closeted until reaching a designated level of maturity. Fuck you, bitch. First of all, it's Fuck not a closet. So so here's so here's here's what I see. It's okay for you to go out, join the military, and die for your country before you're 21. But you can't express how you feel as a person. Does she say like an age limit? So she goes, we require 21. people to be 21 to purchase alcohol, beverages, 21 to purchase tobacco. In some states in Connecticut, you have to be 25, by the way. Um, Go uh, eat a dick, a, a bag of dick tips. That's all I can right. tell you. So, and then she goes, moron. so quote, why is it unreasonable to require people to reach a certain age of maturity before making life altering decisions about their sexuality or identity? Okay. I would so, like to find out well, how old was she before she sucked her first dick. Oh, honey. She was probably sucking a dick during that interview. Pretty much. <laughs> but the, here, here's my thing. Okay, so we've had the conversation about um, uh, uh, beta blockers, you know, for uh, trans youth and hormones, right? That's, and, all, that's all they're looking to do is block that stuff. Right, so, so we've had that conversation about... Mm, you know, when is the appropriate time for um, someone who identifies as trans to be able to start taking that, that, that the, the blockers and all of that stuff, because it does, you know, affect your, your um, adolescent development. Right. So that said, I don't like, I guess I just don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> I think I, I, so I, it was just worth mentioning, but I don't think, um, you know, that we should, right? Well, I mean, the fact that it's, there's an actual article about it scares me a little bit because it's going to get traction with certain individuals. And like, and I, I just, love I, Mama Kim, I, by like, the way, I, I'm going back and I'm thinking like, you know, the a, a huge reason, um, why the AIDS pandemic was so um, destructive in the gay community um, was because everything was underground. We had to hide. We couldn't be who we were. So Mm -hmm. we were having unprotected, unsafe sex. We were, you know, taking risks because we are humans and we are sexual beings and we want to, you know, explore explore those parts of ourselves. And so when we're not given the tools or given the space to be out and safe, we cause situations where people put themselves at risk, at risk. And so in doing something like not allowing people to come out when they're comfortable and ready, come out from their liberated space, mind you, not the fucking closet because it's no longer a closet. It's a liberated space. And so she has said, and so shall it be. But not allowing that is just creating an environment in which kids and young adults are going to be unsafe. They're not going to know the best practices. They're, they could, you know, hurt themselves or get mm-hmm. sick. And on top of that, it's 
going to cause an environment which, if I legally can't come out until I'm 21, like it's literally going to. I assume like suicide rates would go up because like you don't feel like you can be who you are. Right. And if we're not allowed to come out as gay until we're like what age of maturity? Well, and exactly well, what is age of maturity to begin with? Well, and also is right? this Define retroactive? It. Like if I do, I if have... I'm 16 and I'm out, and then the bill passes, and you have to be 21, do I have to go back into my liberated space? Probably. Absolutely. I mean, but it doesn't surprise I me. I can't be grandfathered in. No. <laughs> so I. It's, so it's funny because. You know, Mama Kim just just texted us and she goes, you know, well, if we have to wait until we're 21 to come out, she has to wait until she's 21 to come out as straight. Oh, 100 percent. One thousand percent. And but it doesn't surprise me that someone like her, um, like this rep again, her name is um, let's go back. Where's the story? Oh, 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 here it is. Mm. Can I please get grandfathered in? That's all I'm asking. Representative <laughs> Lauren Bobert wants, yeah, okay, Lauren Bobert, because here's her with her kids. It doesn't surprise me that she wants to make sure that we wait until we're 21 to oh, come well, out. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. That one right there. She plays for the team. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a little fairy in the corner. You know that middle child plays for the team. It's fine. He's like, I'm holding a gun. Um, no, but I support that 100%. He can play for our team. So, also, Milestone, I'm drinking water. So am I. She's that makes three of us. She's not drinking water? Uh, yeah, her water contains a little alcohol. Hello. Yeah, a little bubbly. So... It anyway. liberated itself from that can. <laughs> That's what it did. No, but well, it just it just pisses me off. So, yeah, well, well I, I got to say this. At least uh, uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams is trying to uh, love him. Get in there and 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 get Floridians to move into New York City. So he's he's been voicing his opinion on, on the whole, and he. Uh, what was it on Monday? He announced an ad campaign aimed at convincing LGBTQ Floridians who are upset about the new law that can move into New York City and not face those challenges. Why should they have to? So, though? Yeah, no, I, right? I understand, but that's the problem. Why should we have to? Yeah. And I know that this is probably not going to be, um, you know, a large issue in urban schools because. When do they have time to actually monitor urban schools to begin with? They're always left to the wayside. Um, but, you know, this is going to be something that's going to be very prevalent in rural areas of Florida. It's also going to be an issue in private schools. <clears throat> it's going to be an issue in places or schools that um, are too foo-foo for your average, you know, person of color or, or things like that. So, I mean, you're going to see that it's not going to be um, very widely um, held to account, people are not going to be held accountable for for these actions um, the same way in, in, in most parts of Florida anyway. And so, although it's law, you know, there is still going to be teachers that are going to risk and say, "No, I, I, I fight for freedom." That's awesome. I love that yeah. sign. By so the that's, way, that's that's the that's the ad campaign oh. from New York City. NYC loves you. It says, "Come to the city where you can say whatever you want." NYC loves you, and it just says "gay" all over the banner. Gay, 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 gay. gay, 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 gay. gay. So, um, smart move. I mean, it's it's a smart move on his part. And not um, only do you increase your populace, you are also providing safe haven for people that are that are looking right. for that. I mean, I, no, you shouldn't have to run from your home, but but, but there's a risk with that, though. Yeah. Like, so, well, I actually, that might work. So right now, you know, there's a lot of conservatives in Florida and Florida historically has been a red leaning state. Mm-hmm. So if you take all of your liberals and move them into New York, then that's a problem because then that means you're leaving more conservative people in Florida that would continue to allow that state to turn red. But then if you take the population of Florida and you minimize it and you bring it to other states and then they do another census and then they lose a couple of more representatives because they now no longer have the same amount of people, that'd be a good thing. Well, he, he and I see that there's so. actually several posters that they have uh, one of them says, New York City is alive, and so is free speech. Yeah. The other one is, people say a lot of ridiculous things in New York. Don't say gay is not one of them. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Florida's already being sued, so. Yep. Yeah, no. I, I think this will end up in, in the high court or one of the highest courts, hopefully, you know. I, and I, I, I do hope that people actually, like, especially in Florida, that think that they know what this is and think that, like, you know, all of us liberals are calling this the don't say gay bill. I, I would hope that you actually take the time to pull up the bill and read it. It's four pages long. It's nothing crazy. Pull up the bill and read it and learn what it's about so that you can educate yourself. Because the reality is this bill should have never been enacted at all. It has no purpose besides to demean people and put people down and stop progression in general. So just educate yourself and read the fucking bill. Seriously. All right. Um, Great conversation. Great first half. But I do think that we should, at this point, take a break. Do we agree? Yes. All right. So we're going to take a break, and we will be right back. We're back from the break, ladies and gents. Thank you so much for joining us. Are you fucking kidding Just me? Just to let you know, we went through an entire list of 14 LGBTQ plus films. So you get to see this on the video, but you you won't hear all of that that you just heard on this. Thank God, because I was a little <laughs> over the top. And I didn't record any of that. This fucking intern clearly hasn't learned uh, his lesson. So we went through a list of 14 films and shows that are available that are coming out between April 1st and April 30th, which we think, you know, you'd be interested in. We're going to post them on tonight's post. Cause I am not going through that list one more time. No, we're not. Anyway. Oh, I am so mad at myself. So mad. Um, yeah. So we did that. That was just uh, you know, exclusive for right. our Patreon listeners. Thank you. That was funny. No, but I will tell you two two of them that you should look for Firebird, which we have to wait like fucking 30 days for Grace and Frankie. And what was the other one that looked really? Um, I know you're, Firebird. you're into, we mentioned Firebird. You're going to get into Heartstoppers. Um, yeah. Anyway, we'll put them on tonight's post. Remind me. Okay. Um, what else, boys? What else? Jay, do you have anything? This is going to be a very short show because remember, yeah. we just literally no. like yeah. didn't record 15 minutes of the last uh, first of the half of the second half. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Well, so, I mean, is anybody happy spring is here? Yeah, it's, it's warming up. It's how warming is up. how are your allergies, by the way? I've been sneezing all day. I know. I've been it on sucks. meds. And, and like weeks, literally so. I, I got here and I was like, oh, shit. It's my allergies. <laughs> They're back. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, can't get away from them. That's that's a definite. Yeah. So I live on my meds. Well, I will tell you. I mean, here are some things that you can do um, between now and I would say late June. You're going to be literally just covered in pollen twenty four seven. Try keeping your windows closed. I know that you know fresh. You know it's getting warmer now. People want to open their windows. You want to do all that stuff and think that what you're getting is fresh air, but you're really getting just basically a whole bunch of pollen flying into your home. So keep your windows closed if possible. Um, Try to, you know, regulate your temperature using some sort of, you know, perhaps air conditioning if needed, Um, although it's a little too early for that. But um, most importantly, wash what you lay on. And I'm not talking about like washing your bed sheets every fucking day. But literally buy yourself some, go to the dollar store and buy yourself some extra pillow covers and literally change them out every night. You'll thank me because literally when you are coming home, if you're not someone who washes your hair every day, yeah, your hair full of pollen, you put your head on your pillow. Now that pollen is on your pillow and you're tossing and turning and breathing all that pollen, you're going to wake up like you didn't get any rest. I got an alternate um option for that yeah shave what do you mean shave well i mean at least you could (laughs) no but even on your beard for example right so you know you're literally rolling in fucking pollen 24 7 between now and and late june and so you know just wash your pillowcases and get extra ones so you don't have to feel like you're doing laundry every day but it helps and take your clothes off when you walk in the home and change and also p- wash that because that 
You track all that, that stuff that, in. That feels like pre-COVID protocols. <laughs> we Seriously. used to get home from outside and just undress halfway in the house. <laughs> mm. Lord have mercy. Um, it is. It is. It's but, yeah. crazy, but there's so much going on. And and it was a very, very moist winter. Not only was it cold, and not only did we get a lot of precipitation, but a lot of it was water. So things are waterlogged. Trees are going to start sprouting sooner than than. Yeah, Most I forgot seasons. where I saw tulips were already coming out. All over the place. My yeah, neighbor's yard, yeah, yeah. my yard. It's insane. My freaking daylilies are coming in already. <laughs> it's that time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And it's not even Christmas. Sorry, I'm trying to find something right now. That's so, why I'm being quiet. That's okay. That's okay. I'm talking about <laughs> allergies. So do that. Um, and then, you know, just try to wipe everything down you know try not to dust with dusters get like a nice or a paper towel and and spray it with a little something and then wipe your surfaces so that you're not kicking up all of this stuff i'm telling you it's it's dangerous i know when i when i clean in the yard or the driveway Mm -hmm. or in the garage and i'm sweeping and i know that I usually will spray down the floors with a little bit of, of mist, mist it with some water. It avoids all that dust and dirt kicking up, and especially with me, once it gets in, into my nose, I'm sneezing for four or five days. I mean, I've I've gotten to the point where I've pulled the rib muscles. I've uh, one point <laughs> uh, the sneezing was so bad, I I fractured one of my ribs. You so. know, coke has the same effect, right? Does it? Well, I yeah. wouldn't know. But. <laughs> Um, no, but just, you know, ask uh, Trish, she's got some on her sweater. And if if you want to, uh, what you can do is take, for example, uh, Febreze and Febreze your floors, right? And then, well, that's, that's the other thing for me with allergies. Once it kicks in any scent triggers it oh absolutely i i can't breathe yo my wife will do laundry with with fabric softener and i'll have to rewash my clothes stop to get the scent off because i cannot breathe it i love the scent don't get me you wrong don't like downing? but when my allergies kick in i can't i can't smell anything i can't it just the minute i inhale it i start sneezing and sneezing and sneezing right. it's to the point where my eyes are watery my head hurts my chest hurts. It's it's insane. So let me ask you, in 2020 and in 2021, more so 2021, when we really started wearing masks heavily, um, did you find that having a mask most of the day helped with allergies, especially around the, the springtime? Yes. Because I'm thinking it might be a good practice around this time of season in the fall and in the spring to continue well, to wear masks yeah. in in you know asian countries especially like japan and, and and china they still wear masks just as a general health precaution listen it's it's not a you know if they're not feeling well you'll see people walking around that's prior to covid right it's been a practice that they've done for years where i'm not feeling well i'm gonna wear a mask you know i'm avoiding additional issues but as a courtesy you know helping people around you not getting sick right china's actually going into lockdown in several Uh, major cities right now because of the you're gonna repeat that and repeat that and repeat that until you don't have to go back to the office that's right (laughs) i'm kind of hoping that you know a few people get sick this week (laughs) within a within a few days they'll be like yeah we it's hard stop everybody stay home i'll be like okay yay gay (laughs) Gay. um no but it's happening i mean it's fast yeah, you know, it's it's just hard. It's hard living with with allergies. I know it's. I I get my little bouts with them. I'm not like severely allergic, or do I suffer well, from them I'm every fucked. season? <laughs> but but when I do, get the fuck out of yeah, my way. Uh, seafood, uh, tree pollen, birch wood, which is a a, a native tree, the Connecticut birch wood right. and beech wood, both native trees. I'm severely allergic to them. Dust mites, you name it. It's it's like. It's a combination. It's I'll build you a little bubble, uh, roll you in I, and out of places. Yeah, I was going and I was doing treatments. I was going through an allergy specialist and he was helping me build up my immunity. And then all this shit with COVID happened. And I so like, start doing it again. I, I have to. It's just, it's a process. It's a she process. has no will. Well, no well, before we wrap this show up, because we are off topic. Um, what are you talking about? We just had a conversation about allergies and pollen. Yeah. 
and pollen. Oh, sorry. I mean, shit, you don't I, get allergies. I, oh, no. Squeeze me. I'm fucking allergic to everything. <laughs> I mean, I still plan to wear my mask. I'm because, allergic you know, to dick, but that don't stop me. <laughs> well, I got to wear my mask because I don't even know how I'm going to act around dick when I finally see it. Oh, my God. Last night, somebody at the bar was like, Hannibal Lecter mask. Hannibal Lecter. Well, somebody, somebody at the bar was like, that one guy, he just he's so fucking hot. The one standing against the wall for like a hot minute? No, he was no, like no. holding up the wall for like all night long. No, no, no. We're, I'm talking about somebody else. Okay. But, but I, but he was at like, the bar. I, yeah. And he was like, I would totally just like take him and like rip off his clothes and just go at it. And I looked at him and I was like, I feel like that thing's going to smell like that's like a shower beforehand type of situation. And you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I was like, he is cute, but he looks a little greasy. Right. Because the guy that was holding up the wall all night was he was hot. I was like, hmm, he was kind of gingerish and he was kind of older and he was wearing glasses. Yep. And he was sitting by your register. I know exactly and, who it is. And then he yeah. started clapping like oddly when when the uh, the kid Xavier started singing, who is very hot by the way, this little straight boy that comes into the bar. Um, That's how it all starts out. Yeah, and which is I'm I'm fine with that. Sing one song in a gay bar. <laughs> Two. Uh, he said, what What did he sing? He sang. Um, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember shit nowadays. I think I'm getting. COVID brain. COVID yeah. brain. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> but yeah, no, definitely wearing a mask because I, I don't know how to act around dick. It's, I need something. So the shit shot is going to get in trouble. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention one quick thing, which I think is pretty cool. And I love this man. So um, we all remember Beto O'Rourke. Yes. Oh my God. I got a, I got into a huge fight with Chris because I didn't want to tell him what Beto O'Rourke stood for that I loved him so much. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I love him. I think he's great. Yeah. I think he's so. actually running for governor mm-hmm. um, of Texas. And uh, for so recently, Governor Greg Abbott, who's the current governor, uh, ordered an investigation of some parents of trans kids who had access to gender affirming care. So that is fucking insane. Right. Well, that's a law in Texas, by mm-hmm. the way. But he actually ordered an investigation on these parents. So the Texas Democratic governor candidate, Beto O'Rourke, on Transgender Day of Visibility, wore a shirt and sent out a message that said, don't mess with trans kids. That's awesome. Saying that he, you know, he stands for, you know, everybody in Texas and there's room for everybody in Texas. Right. And there should be. It's a big state. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I just like, I love seeing shit like that. Like, that just makes me really happy because we know, you know, Texas is. It's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. I mean, there are blue areas. I'm sure you enjoy a hard Texan. Oh, of course. (laughs) You know, there there are a lot of very micro blue um, sections of Texas. When you think about, for example, the capital, Austin, there's a whole entire fucking neighborhood in in Dallas called... um, Oaklawn, where you can go and like literally dance the two step at a gay bar, which is right across the street from JR's, um, which is another amazing gay bar that has like this like picturesque like balcony that overlooks the street. Um, yeah, yeah, Texas is nice. Yeah, it's I nice. mean, but uh, and then you have fucking dry counties like Denton. I mean, but I I'm <laughs> looking I'm looking at this thing and it's like, you know, this governor. <laughs> Is literally suing the or like investigating these families, calling gender affirming care child abuse. Well, I believe that's what they were pushing uh, the law on to make it illegal to have anyone uh, have children under a certain age undergo gender assignment or gender reaffirming treatment uh, because they deemed it as it being potential child abuse. And I'm like, how could it? I mean, the child is literally that going- initiative was it was blocked by a judge though. Right, but but here's the governor still ordering an investigation, which kind of sucks, right? I know, it's fucking insane. Yeah. And but then you have Beto O'Rourke. I know, Beto. His teeth look a little jacked up in this photo, but... His teeth have always been, like, jacked up, but he does have, like, this um, very unique bone structure, right? His face, it's it almost looks like it's, it's contorted in a way, and I find it kind of sexy. Yeah. Yeah, there's something Texan about him that I find sexy. Who, who it is? My grandson decides to FaceTime me while I'm recording. Oh, oh. can he hear us? No. 
So, okay, I was gonna say please. Yeah. Okay. Well, before before back. we wrap it up, I just want to say so. Uh, O'Rourke said we speak about everyone in the state with pride. We talk about Texas that is big enough for all of us. We target no one based on any difference between <laughs> us, whether it's based on the color of your skin, country of origin, or the fact that you're non-binary. I think you're all amazing. I'm proud of you, and I want to do great things in this state. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. And, you know, more good news from the political front, or should I say the judicial front, Katanji Brown-Jackson um, is expected to be confirmed this week. Um, the Senate Judiciary Committee just voted 11 to 11, so even keel, um, nice. to move her nomination to the floor, which means that uh, when she hits the floor, she will most likely have the... Um, support of two Republican senators, uh, both uh, Susan Collins of Maine and Mitt Romney of Utah, actually three, and Lisa Murkowski of Alaska uh, will vote to support her nomination, which means that she will most likely get either a 53-53 to um, 47 vote, um, which is great. And also that makes her the first black woman to ever be um, elevated to the court. Uh, which is incredible and amazing and awesome because every day more and more representation on the court starting to look a little bit more what, like what America yeah, is. Yeah, it looks like. And it's beautiful to see. Um, so that's that. Yeah. I mean, I'm good. Does anyone else have anything else? No, I think aside from that, um, just a, a quick apology. Um, we initially thought that we were going to have Dr. G today. Uh, but unfortunately, we had to rebook and reschedule. So doc, I'm hoping that he'll join us for the first week of May. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right. Um, and, you know, and as always, we'll we'll be able to, again, probe his amazing brain um, on all things butthole. butthole and gay and amazing and awesome. And not only that, we get to see the great doctor yeah. on screen. And, you know, Nick can stare at his face. I stare at his hands and, you know. And lube shooters. <laughs> <laughs> nasty. Uh, nasty, nasty, nasty. So, all right. So, uh, that's all we have for you folks. I'm sorry that you missed 15 minutes of the entire broadcast. <laughs> Again, uh, to the intern. Those will be 15 minutes. We'll never get back. Yeah. And, and we're then... docking your pay. Oh, fuck her. Anyway. Elsie. <laughs> that's it. So, I'm going to toss it over to our girl, Trish, um, for Mama Kim's Minute. Do I have to give you love? Because no. you've been mean to me all day. No, it's fine. Thank you. All right, everybody. Here's Mama Kim's Minute. Number one, students held a queer prom after hours after the state legislature a legislature passed an, an attack on trans kids. Number two, LGBTQ groups and families sue Florida over don't say gay law. Number three, U.S. passports now allow X gender marker from April 11th on. I saw that, and I'm thinking of getting my passport. So I think I might put myself as an ex. Uh, I mean, I don't identify as that, so I wouldn't. But it's great that you can. Yeah. So just because I can. Yeah. Right. Do it. Love it. All right, Jay. You will officially be an X-Men. Yes, <laughs> or an X-Woman. X-Woman. You never know. Knowing you, I might wake up one day feeling the love. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. And on this day in gay history, brought to you by Gay Talk 2.0. I love when we used to say unicornbooty.com. <laughs> no, yeah. Is that still a thing? Let's the check. What? It's not. Oh, unicornbooty.com. It, it turned into Hornet. Oh. Anyway. Jay. So as you look this up, uh, <sighs> when April 4th, the year was 2017 in Chicago, Illinois, the workplace discrimination towards LGBT employees became prohibited under the Civil Rights Act. Two Seventh Circuit Courts of Appeals ruled to the... <laughs> screw that one. The. That. the seventh? The, new glasses. I can't read right. Hold on. The Seventh Court... So, oh, shit. Seventh Breathe. Circuit Court of Appeals. The Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that discrimination towards LGBT community was prohibited and protected under the Civil Rights Act of 1964. What sparked this ruling was a woman named Kimberly, Kimberly Hively, mm -hmm. who sued Ivy Tech Community College in Indiana after they denied her a job because she was a lesbian. However, 
more work is to be done. As Judge Diane Skies claimed that this law does not explicitly protect those in the LGBT community, but that Hive Lee's case fell under this act. And interestingly enough, that was in 2017. Jumpstart, uh, what, two, three years later, it was actually passed in the U.S. House, both in the Senate and in Congress, um, that LGBTQ plus rights are protected under the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And now it has been codified into law because it actually, the Supreme Court said that it, that it does. And so some states had it um, already. Connecticut was one of those that protected identity and, and being LGBTQ+, um, but, you know, some didn't. And so, you know, it's, it's a done deal. Feels good. Unless you're in Florida. Anyway. Right. Absolutely. And announcements time. Oh, it's my turn. All right. Well, ladies and gents, thank you so much for skipping 15 minutes of the show today. I'm <laughs> so proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't miss much. <laughs> I'm joking, Tom. I'm joking. I'm going to cut her. Um, but thank you for, for you know tuning in. Uh, if you love the show, make sure that you go subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcasting service service by subscribing you get the latest and greatest except those 15 minutes of our show delivered right to your favorite device or web browser as soon as our episodes are published you can also support us on patreon patreon allows you our listeners to support the show with the monetary donation which we collect monthly and can be in any denomination of a dollar or more um jay Uh, there's nothing to say nothing to say nothing to say next week more dish yep Eh, we'll see. I got to really do some work on that. All right. Well, ladies and gents, and now here's Nick with a weekly reminder for all you bottoms out there who want to keep their buttholes on point. Yes, we are talking about future method. Let me give this bitch some love. Thank you. All right, everybody, get the future method today. Each time you clean out with water or enemas, you won't miss 15 minutes of our show. Delicate tissues are harmed and cells are damaged, increasing chances of injury and or STDs. The first of its kind doctor-developed formula gently cleanses before you play without hurting your bum. Visit futuremethod.com to purchase your life-changing bum cleanser today. Good night, everyone. (laughs) And as we come to a closing, we'd like to put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. Our show is available on our website, day, uh, day. <laughs> gaytalk20.com under audio podcast. It is also available as a free download on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. You can find us on social media, Facebook, GayTalk 2.0, Instagram, GayTalk 2.0, Twitter at GayTalk20. You can email us at GayTalk 2.0 at GayTalk20.com. Tom, are you recording? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. If you love our show, go to our, excuse me. Oh, Lord have mercy. Let me go down. If you need to reach out to us, just head on over to our website. Click on the contact us tab located at the top of the web browser. Uh, there you can leave comments, suggest topics, submit a question for the cast or an individual host. You can also call us and leave us a voice message with any questions you may have. We can answer those for you on the show. Our phone number is 334-GAY-TALK. And if you need all those digits, it is 334-429-8255. Don't forget that we do stream live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can access that live stream by visiting digitalstreamradio.com. With that, ladies and gents, that is our show. Thank you. And y'all have a good night. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Gay Talk 2.0. Tune in next time for more dish.